Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Steve Robbins here. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. This is the second episode about how to start a job in an ongoing series of, well, two. In part one, we discovered that bosses have motivations. And since your boss is the person who will raise you to grand heights or condemn you to eternal workplace torment, you'd better understand what drives your boss and make sure you're fulfilling your boss's underlying motivation. There's a link in this episode's transcript to that prior episode. There's more to your job than simply fulfilling your boss's motivational needs, however. Yes, You need to make sure you're meeting your boss's needs, but you also need to manage their expectations. You need to communicate about what's important. When you're thinking about how to start a job, what could be more important than blaming, judging, and scapegoating? At home, we call it a family gathering. At work, we call it giving and receiving feedback. Most companies have an annual review policy where your boss, who's been given no training ever in how to evaluate another person's performance, judges you and tells you what you have to change for the upcoming year. It's like a codependent relationship, but you don't even get any nookie. The problem is that an annual review only comes once a year. If you start displeasing your boss, it might be 11 months before you find out, and then you'll find out by being passed over for promotion. Not good. Early on, Have a feedback discussion with your boss. Come to an agreement on the feedback preferences that work for you both. How often do you like to receive feedback? How often do they like to give it? How sensitive are you to bluntness? How blunt do they like to be? Should your boss give unsolicited feedback or do you want to initiate it? And if you want to initiate it, how often? And is your boss okay with that? If your boss doesn't care about these things, watch out. That shows they probably have poor people skills, which may well translate into poor ability to judge your performance. The feedback question has to do with how your boss gives you feedback, but there will be times when you disagree with your boss. Ask your boss, what should you do in those situations? Should you ignore the disagreement and simply submit to your boss's will? A boss I had once made it very clear. Input was welcome early in a decision, but once the decision was made, disagreement and feedback was not welcome. Should you raise the issue during the decision-making process? If decisions get made in group settings, or if your boss consults with you one-on-one about a decision, should you share your reservations and disagreements with your boss in a group, or should you do it one-on-one, or should you not do it? Lastly, ask your boss how you can best keep them apprised of your progress. This is a delicate question because it does double duty. Yes, your boss may want to know about your progress. But more sneakily, you want your boss to know about your progress. You're essentially asking your boss how you can self-promote without being a jerk. There's a link in this episode's transcript to my episode on that very topic. 
You won't get promoted unless your boss is aware of your accomplishments. You're just asking how to make that happen. This is far more important than you think. If you spend your time head down doing your work, your boss may not notice you precisely because you're doing so well. The screw-ups require time and attention, but when you do well, it can be easy for bosses not to notice. Your boss may be your 800-pound gorilla, but there are other people who matter. And in large companies, that would be two people or more, decisions often involve multiple 95-pound gorillas in multiple departments. As you familiarize yourself with your new company's products and culture and markets, find out what decisions you'll be involved in and who else will be involved. Talk to them. Get a sense for how the decisions are made. Are decisions consensus-based? Are they made the same way every time, or do different people get involved? Whose opinions are especially valued? They may be a center of influence for really getting stuff done. The person with the impressive title, however, may be relatively powerless. Although we live in a land, a mythical land, of meritocracy, the reality is that the smartest, most capable person in the room, that would be you, still has to convince everyone else involved in a decision of the right course of action. Knowing who to convince and how will help you get listened to when the stakes are high and you want to make sure that you are the one who wins. Starting a new job is a happy-go-lucky endeavor, and it's easy to assume everything will work out as smoothly as it did during your interview. But you can take action to help ensure that things work smoothly. Make sure that you and your boss agree on how you like feedback. Know how to disagree with your boss. Put a self-promotion mechanism in place so your accomplishments get recognized and suss out how decisions get made so you can accumulate great power, take over the company, and then hire me as your coach and consultant. My fees are quite reasonable by Fortune 50 standards. This is Steve Robbins. You can find this episode's transcript with a link to part one of this series at getitdone.quickanddirtytips.com. I'm an executive coach who helps top executives develop people policies that bring out the best in their team members. This January, join me for a webinar to learn from your past year and plan for your next year to be awesome. If you want to know more, visit steverrobins.com slash New Year's. That's S-T-E-V-E-R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S dot com slash New Year's. Work less, do more, and have a great life. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.